You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. Your fave podcast for all things dating and relationships. A one-stop pod shop for the latest trends, reality TV, and celebrity couple gossip. Plus, everything we've got going on in our own love lives. We're your village, and we think you can't date or relate without us. And you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you the expertise and guests who are filled with all the answers that'll take some guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our pod with your friends so we can help grow the village even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell a friend. Time to talk about celebrities and their love lives because it makes the regular people's drama feel way less complicated. Lauren, who do we have on topic today? We're talking couples. um, And you guys, a relationship star is born with Bradley and Gigi and their third wheel. Uh, Who might that be? Plus, we are going to figure out who we think the Super Bowl sweethearts are going to be. All right. So you guys. Like we said, the relationship star is born. Brad and Gigi, they're out making PDAs. They're being photographed everywhere now, but somebody's getting in the way. Mama. Mama bear. Yeah. Mama bear. Mama. Mama. Well, I guess her last name is not Cooper, (laughs) but I forget her name, but it's Cooper. Anyway, they, you know, they obviously, Bradley and Gigi, if you guys have been listening to our show, made their first like public appearance in like October of 2023. So they've been dating for a while, but like, I guess people close to the camp are saying that um, his mother and him are very close, Bradley and his mother. And that's fine, I guess. But like, I think it's starting to annoy Gigi is what they're saying. And I think the the like precipice of all of that was the golden globes thing that like they, she met him at dinner. Um, Gigi met Bradley at dinner after and his mom was there. That's what it is. I don't know. I mean, no, that that's like the straw that broke the camel's back. Like she's always around. And then at that point it was like, Oh my God. There's so many different angles to look at this, right? Because it's like, first of all, there's a whole conversation we can have. We can even do a whole episode about it. Like how, Yeah, boundaries. Like, how involved do you let your parent get in your relationship, right? And, like, how much influence do they have? Um, But if it's going the other way with Gigi, it kind of makes sense because I don't think Gigi has had a very close family relationship, right, with her her parents. Like... What? I thought she and Yolanda are besties and then Muhammad. Yeah, but but yeah, but like not like listen, when you grow up in Germantown, Pennsylvania, which is like right down the street from where I went, and you're it's a very, you know, you're not in the spotlight, you're not living in Malibu, you don't have like the Beverly Hill friends, and you your mom doesn't make martinis with you every fucking day, and then you guys are best friends. Like you have a genuine mother-son relationship or mother-daughter relationship. It's different than like Gigi and Yolanda like going to you know, the restaurant and Gigi being put in front of cameras by the time she's like 15 years old. She could afford to buy her own place and move out. And I think because of the nature of how she started probably versus how he started, she was on her own very quickly, maybe modeling, uh, you know, in Europe and doing all these things very yeah. independently. So you could be right, Rob, as far as the differences in how they were raised by their parents. I know, but I think that might be like 
just obviously a little, it could be a little bit of a stretch because you have no idea. Like Yolanda comes from another country and she was very close with her mom. And maybe she had these very genuinely close relationships with her daughters and they gardened together and who, I don't fucking know. We don't know. But I do think how the bigger question here could be more like if you start a relationship and something is there, right? Like that you're accepting of, it is okay to get to a point where like, you're like not accepting of that thing anymore. And I don't think it's fair to throw it back in someone's face. Like, let's say you're like, all right, I'm fine that his mom's here and there and they're close together. They're close. And that's like, maybe they're more close than the average daughter and son or mother and son. But like at some point that could be Do we know, do we know, does, does she like live with Bradley out here? Does she like, are they together all the time? Is he like a mama's boy? Is she always in the car when he picks her up for a date? Like, like, because yeah, if it's not, know. then like, shut up. You know what I mean? I, mean? I would say, right. And I agree, but I would say like. Maybe Gigi's getting I fed mean, up with how many women are in Bradley's life. Like the mom, like his baby's mama. If we go back to that episode where we talked about how they're like really good friends and been hanging out and she comes by the food truck and all that other stuff. And, and then you have the other mom. Maybe Gigi's feeling like there's not time for Gigi, just Gigi. And allegedly, allegedly, the ex that he that Bradley has the baby with, allegedly she is not okay with Gigi mm. either. I don't know if the mom's not, and that's a, or but she's just not happy about it. Somebody was saying I read somebody was saying like she's a younger, she's another supermodel, and she's younger. Like I think this could be the media perpetuating the jelly cat, jealous catty women. Oh, I like that the jelly thing. cat. Goes, <laughs> you should you should you should write yeah, a children's those, books those with a cat as the main character, and then it's a jealous cat, and it's then like, like smelly cat from Friends. No, jelly cat, jelly cat. Exactly. What are they feeding you? No, but I. What think are they keeping from that you? <laughs> it's definitely could. I mean, this is all we're all just going speculation. On here, Obviously, speculation. We don't know, but if this could be a real well, issue, listen. I will tell you like straight it. up. My mom was my best friend, and and if there was a time because we don't because Bradley's two years older than me, a year older than me, which means his mom is probably like in her late seventies mid seventies to late seventies, early eighties. So like, and that's just me again, speculating, but if, if he's wanting to spend more time with his mom, who's his best friend and like Gigi, guess what? You're going to be the one kicked out the door. You know, like there's, there's no way that Gigi Hadid is going to come in between him and his mom, especially at this point in their lives, you know? Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I think also though, from Gigi's perspective if she's the one who obviously is having the point of contention here because it doesn't sound like bradley is he's not like suddenly like mom scram i can take myself to school but if Gigi is the one who's upset i mean they both have kids they both have schedules they both travel there's probably not a lot of time between them as is so to have this added layer of the mom as a time requirement and priority something to else to juggle it's kind of like it just sounds like it might be an extremely close relationship and that's kind of hard to deal with i don't think that you know people probably i don't have the intention of like driving wedges between people but like also i mean this is your there are if any therapist will tell you there are specific relationships and when boundaries cross it's a recipe for disaster when you're in a marriage you talk to your spouse adult to adult. You do not talk 
adult to child because it fucks things up. And when you start blurring these lines and like when parents start getting like uber close with kids, it gets a little weird. Like you are a grown man and your mother is her own person. And now you're in a relationship like there has to be. I can't wait till this podcast is going on 25 years from now. And Hunter is trying to date somebody Hunter, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah as, and off. trying to date somebody, and oh, Mrs. Mrs. LL, Mrs. LL is going to be like, um, I've heard, I've heard other mo- my mom friends talk about like, oh, wait till he brings a girl home. I'm like, no, but what? wait till he brings a girl home, and you're with, and like you're spending time with him, and then the girl's getting jealous and saying your mom's around too much. Well, I don't think I'm going to be spending that much time with him when he's oh. 45 years old and I'm meeting Listen, I got closer and closer time, and but- closer to my mom the older I got. Like my mom and I were like talk on the phone every time I got in the car. Okay, but that's also Rob, you probably you may not have at the time had a girlfriend or maybe you were I'm just saying I think there's a balance. It sounds like okay. there's some imbalance in, happening Let's here. Let's put this and in I the it's complicated maybe- vault and then right. we can like come back in 25 yeah. years and see well, let's just see what happens. Let's see if Bradley and Gigi still make it, and and if this is all just like people trying to write an article because I can't, I can't, I, thing, I can't wait till I'm seventy five and I can go ha <laughs> <laughs> when this is an issue in your in your relationship with your sons. Here's the thing: it's not going. I to think be. her I, age I, shows in terms of priorities. So if his priority is I've done all the dating, I've done all putting relationships before my family. Now I want to actually prioritize my relationship with my parents who aren't going to be around forever. Those relationships before that I prioritized came and went. So let me focus on my mom, Gigi or any person insert new person who replaces her because this is not going to last. They should think, oh, goody, a built-in babysitter. Yay, us. And actually have a relationship with that parent. Because I think the worst thing you can possibly do is try and deprioritize somebody's priorities. You can kind of create balance or share how you feel about that thing. But to tell somebody the thing you love needs to be deprioritized, I think that is like the cross. I'm being reminded of of when my dad had Alzheimer's and it was like starting to dementia was starting to get bad and I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't know what was going on. It was my first time dealing with this disease, like one-on-one and he wasn't like, he was still my dad, He but it was like the beginning stages, you know, where like weird shit was happening. And I was dating this girl and I remember talking to her about it. And I remember like, she was supposed to be my best friend and my girlfriend at the time. So I remember like kind of vent, like, not venting, but like talking to her about it and like, this is weird. And why is he doing this? And one day she was like, Oh my God, we know your dad is, is all early onset. Like, Oh my, can we just like not talk about it for like maybe a week? And I was like, Whoa, wow, Whoa. And then that was it. You know, like that was, yeah, I was going to say that that had been it for you. Yeah. But like, but I remember that and like, there's people that just, when they haven't gone through something or they don't have that relationship or they don't know what's going on and all they know is that they're not getting what they want, then that's when Mm -hmm. the, the differences and and the, the cracks start. Right. So Gigi might just not be getting what she wants in that moment and in that time. And she's still young. Right. So, I mean, this, this poor girl Mm -hmm. that did this, she was 24. She, she just probably didn't know any better, you know? Yeah. It, you just recognize that, you know, 
relationships, especially in the beginning, it's you can't really like lose your your boundary or like the things that matter to you. So you want to obviously make sure those are clear. But if things come about, I mean, you've got to make choices like, I don't know, it sounds like they could be at a point where they like decide to go different directions or not. Again, all of this could just be like people trying to write a juicy article. But if this comes up for you guys in like the real world, I mean, this is like a common thing where you get to a point where you're like, this is bothering me now to the point where I can't deal. You got to express it, talk through it. And then if it doesn't, someone like crosses a line, like that's it. I mean, if, if Gigi's like, you can't be around your mom ever again. I mean, just, I mean, and also just to, to say what Lauren's saying also, but like, we, we're not, we're not experts on this situation. We don't know. It could all be hearsay and speculation. And just somebody wrote an article that is not true, but the situation is true for yeah. a lot of people and we're using Gigi and Bradley Cooper's mom and, and Bradley Cooper as the an dynamic. example is a dynamic. Exactly. Right, right, right. Also the Super Bowl is upon us. Rob and I are Blah! about the teams that are in the, the Super Bowl. Not- nobody wants to watch. No, well, that's not true. I mean, yes, I'm from is. the Bay Area. It's I'm from the Bay Area, so it's definitely not the case. And Brock Purdy is like a kind of a Cinderella story. Oh so my just- God, no, he's not. He's like the worst. He's why because he ran for 20 yards at one point. He doesn't throw over 10 yards. It- I know. Well, hey, the Niners have a good like running game. So just whatever. They're there for a reason. Okay. I am not a 49ers fan. I'm a Patriots fan. You should feel very fucking sorry for me right now, but we are, the Super Bowl is upon us. I didn't even know Usher was the freaking halftime show. That is, I am freaking pumped for that. Um, I'm from the Bay area, so I'm going for the 49ers and I'm also rooting for them too, because I love Olivia Kufo and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, I think that they are a way better power couple than Taylor Swift. Do you think Olivia Cooper is, is like annoyed that Taylor Swift had to date Travis Kelsey yes. this year because I, she would have yes. been getting all the like attention? I think no. I think that Olivia Cooper is like this is not my first fucking rodeo here, okay? Because she used to date Danny Amendola, who has also been to Super Bowls, mm-hmm. and while they were dating, he was in a Super Bowl, and I think I believe he won. I think it was the Super Bowl of the, the best comeback of all time. Yeah, the Falcons. Yeah. And uh, Julian Edelman made an amazing catch in that game. So there you go with your Julian Edelman jealousy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think my opinion is who is going to – it's going to be like the sweetheart versus sweetheart. Like is Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey going to be the sweethearts of the Super Bowl? Well, they're definitely more famous. Or is it going to be Olivia Cupo and Christian McCaffrey? Can I just say that um, I'm I'm so – like – I'm t- I, I, look, I'm an Eagles fan. I love Jason Kelsey, right? And I yeah. love the the um the um what's it called? Uh documentary that they did and I'm glad that their podcast is doing really well. But Travis Kelsey sucks. Like he's a yeah. fuckboy. He's a dumb did jock. He, did, is he good at sports? Jen, Jen, no. Did you so like Wait, let me let me finish. So Wait, can I I want to just update Jen on this for a second. Rob is making a good point like he is no travis kelsey is known for being kind of like a jerk store like he for example before this game that they just won that brought them now to the super bowl they the kicker for the other team was warming up and he just walked by and chucked his helmet like just well, threw so it. i was going to explain like conduct isn't it yeah i was going to explain this in a more specific way but he like him and mahomes were warming up travis kelsey and, and patrick mahomes who's the quarterback right he was awful also like a whiny whiny little bitch 
And yeah. uh, the the kicker was in it, uh, on the Ravens. Justin Tucker was doing his warm ups like he does all the time, and he left his stuff out there for a minute. And he came back, and Travis Kelsey and Mahomes were throwing his shit, like his helmet, his balls, his kicking stand, throwing so it away, bullies? and like kicking it like bullies. Yeah, and like then little boy. Justin Tucker even said in an interview, he's like, I thought they were kidding at first because it was so egregious. But then, like, I realized they weren't like they were just being assholes, like on the playground, yeah. you know, well, you and I'm like, also wonder then, like, about Taylor Swift. Why would she want to be with somebody like that? Well, here's the thing. Like, I don't know if she I don't think Taylor Swift, like, got to know Travis Kelsey before. And like Travis Kelsey was like this all shucks. Uh, she's pretty type thing on his podcast. And Jason makes him look a hell of a lot better. Let's not forget that. Lauren, I don't even know if you know this, but like. Travis Kelsey was kicked off the Cincinnati football team because he didn't have good grades and he was a dick. And Jason had to go to the coach and convince them to bring him back to the football team. Jason, Travis Kelsey wouldn't even have a football career if it wasn't for that move, right? For his brother. Yeah, yeah. he's always been like the spoiled little, Mm -hmm. you know, kid who's been following Jason around the entire time. And like, even when the Eagles beat the the Kansas City Chiefs this, this season, like they, the brothers gave a hug and everything, and it was like nice. And it was from and Jay and uh, Travis was like, "It's your early birthday present. Congratulations! I gave, I, I'll give this to you." You know, it's like shut up. And then like during the game, you can see him like being rude and mean, and like because him and Mahomes get so much attention from the NFL because mm-hmm. of their many, 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 many commercials, which is like nauseating. Yeah. And then the relationship with Taylor Swift. Nobody says anything to them. And now they take it for granted and whine and bitch whenever something is called against them. And then yeah. Travis, that whole last game was like, he should have had eight personal fouls and flags, Yeah, but he, but nobody was ever called on him. So like, I'm starting to hate Taylor, not hate, but I'm starting to dislike Taylor Swift now because, because of, of the association with him. Yeah. And I think that's fair. Like that happens in real life, right? Like you have a friend or you know, somebody that's dating somebody that's like awful. And you're like, I can't, I don't now I don't trust your judgment either. So I think like, I personally, I mean, like we all have our own reasons for liking sports, like, you know, athletes or actors or whatever. And like, obviously I just think that Olivia Cupo and Christian McCaffrey are like the cutest couple. They're both beautiful. And I just think they seem sweet. I don't know either of them. I know people who know them, but I don't know either of them. And I think they seem like nice people, but everyone's so in love with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I think I wanted to, we want to shine the light here on another cute power couple. And I think that it does. Jen, did you have something to say about the Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? Yes. A couple of things really quick. One, the NFL posted a picture of them as though that was anything at all related to sports. But just because now Taylor's involvement with the NFL makes NFL more pop culture and not just for sports fans. Oh, and also they made $33.5 million in sales due to Taylor Swift and the Chiefs uh, gear. Okay, so that's one thing. That, and the Super Bowl tickets are going up right. in price because of her. Exactly. So, like, the Taylor Swift effect is for sure something. But at the same time, like, I am just wondering, do her friends like him? And also, do people like them as a couple because they actually like her and they like her to be in a relationship? Like, when is this girl single? She got a boyfriend. Now we care about him. Before Joe Allen wasn't a thing, and then he was. And anything historically, it's like whatever she touches becomes relevant. So, like, yes, I think he might be a dick, and they're excusing it because of her just relevant cultural relevance. But at the same time, like, 
I'm curious about her friends. Do they like him? Do they just go and You never her? see his you never see his her him out with her friends. She always does girls night or she's in the box with them with Mahomes and uh, Kelsey's wife. Who I don't even think <coughs> excuse me. I don't even think Jason's wife likes her very much because whenever she's asked about her, she's like I stay home with my kids and like get applesauce off my shirt. Like I Remember? I shouldn't even be in this universe. Remember in the very beginning of their relationship when Travis Kelsey's mom was on Good Morning America, I think, or the Today Show, I can't remember which one. And someone's like, whoa, how do you like Taylor Swift? And she just like stared at the camera. Yeah. Like she, or I forget, was some question about Taylor That's Swift. That's what she said. She, it goes, how are things going? Are you guys getting along? And she was like. Yeah, and then just, she actually said like, it's too much for our family. Like this attention's too much. It is a lot. And I think that people should. So I think it goes into like a real life situation that could be relatable for other people. Like how does your like personal life and relationship affect your like professional life or other aspects of your life? Like Jen was mentioning, like, how do her friends feel like, oh, now people associate Taylor Swift potentially with a dick and or people accept this dick, quote unquote, because he's with Taylor Swift. Like these things start to affect things. And like as athletes, this could affect your game and your playing time. And and is this such thing as a good luck charm? Like, is Olivia Cooper a good luck charm? I mean, you know, he's a great McCaffrey's was always one of the best running backs in the world. And Travis Kelsey just broke the record for most receptions in the playoffs and like he's always going to be a great person but he didn't have the ego before that went along with it it's a very julian edelman ego that he's starting to get right now oh god Mm -hmm. i don't think julian edelman ever did stuff like that yes he did all the time he just nobody gave a fuck about him enough to put it on the news Okay, no. who, who, what's the last couple we got here, Lauren? Is there another one or is that it? No, no, it's just Taylor Swift versus Olivia Cupo oh. and who we think is a good luck charm and who we think is going to be the power couple. I think the fucking real power couple here is Olivia Cupo and Christian McCaffrey. They've been together for four years. They're engaged. They're engaged. Uh, Christian McCaffrey comes from the NFL family. His dad was a football player. And brother. Olivia Cupo has been in what? His brother is also. His brother is also, I did not know that. And his, um, Olivia Cupo has been in this world for a while. She dated Danny Amendola for a couple of years. He was on the Patriots. They were in Super Bowls while they were dating. I think that this is like, she is like, feels like it's where she's supposed to be. She's very good friends with Christian McCaffrey's mother, her future mother-in-law. They're always together. They're always posting together and holding hands. I would say Olivia Culpo is the better, if we're making good luck charms, I would say Olivia Culpo, obviously she's been around longer, but she's been so quiet about it the entire time that like, that you're almost like, oh, she she was there. And then, but Taylor Swift is more business. Has been quiet about it. Yeah, I think the press, well, I think that she knows how to kind of like stay in her own lane and be the supportive girl and not steal the thunder. I think that Taylor Swift can't really help that there's so much attention on her. I don't think she's trying to necessarily, doesn't come off like she's trying to steal thunder. People are just talking about it. I mean, kind of, listen, Taylor Swift could very easily have a watch party at one of her many mansions and have all of her friends over and watch Travis Kelsey's games. She doesn't need to go to everyone and like big red lipstick and be the, be like, oh my God, and fuck that. And this sucks. Like she knows when the camera is getting put on her after every big play. Yeah. You know? So if she wanted to, she could stay home and have all of her friends over who. That's true. We'll find out, I guess, maybe Jen, maybe that's why she's not staying at home because her friends don't want to come over and support this guy. Maybe, but yeah. I mean, I, there might be some truth to that. But 
I think also with regard to how it affects your career, you know, maybe it affects him well because it's given him confidence. But at the same time, that is now some cuckoo crazy pressure that is going to be shining a light at his team well, during the Super Bowl. He just said, I mean, so I don't know if you guys watched the end of the last game. I know Jen was, but yes, um, very closely. She came up and because it was the AFC championship. So there was confetti and everything. And she came out down to the field. I saw that. I thought that was yeah. and gave him a big hug and a kiss. And there were I love you's exchanged. And Travis Kelsey even said, this is the happiest I've ever been. Well, then maybe there's a direct correlation. And I will say personally, when I feel supported in everything, I feel like I can do anything. You know, like I, you have one less problem. I'm not Is that supported. Mochi? I am not supported by Mochi right now, or she's no, not you are not. By me. Holy hell, someone's got something to say, but. I feel like when my relationship is going well, it's like foundational because it's part of your life and your household and things. And it's like more of an internal thing for you. So when it is going well, I feel like it's something I don't have to worry about. Therefore, it frees up creative energy and all sorts of other things. And I can be productive on and compartmentalize better because, you know, I, I have that in a good spot so I can mm-hmm. conquer the world, let's say. Oh, when they break up, they ain't going yeah. like that. Travis Kelsey is going to fall apart. What do you think, who do you think is going to be the good luck charm and who do you think is going to be the Super Bowl sweetheart, a.k.a. who's going to win? I think, I think the 49ers are going to win. I've said that since, I've said that since the very beginning, but it really is who's the lesser of two evils. Like, I don't want Mahomes and Kelsey to win another fucking ring because then they become the Patriots. They're like the, the, you know, the hatest. But then the, the but then the 49ers are called the Red Cowboys. Like people hate them too. So like but it's Tom like Tom Brady is not awful like these people you're No, but with. when you but when the Patriots were their dynasty and winning all the time, nobody wanted well, to see them win hate. anymore. Because yeah, hate is gonna hate. They're like the Yankees. He but you know what? Them. I think that I'm voting that Olivia Cooper and Christian McCaffrey should be the Super Bowl sweethearts. They should be the NFL sweethearts. I think we should all start paying attention to them as a cute model. Prom, prom king and queen. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. America's sweethearts, which I think yes. when we think about the, well, there people would say that Taylor Swift was probably America's sweetheart with anybody because she's so like, I don't know, whatever that word is, uh, pure. I, she's wholesome. not anymore, but. Wholesome. Yeah. Wholesome. Thank you. Um, but not the behavior. The behavior makes you not America's sweetheart if you're a bully to other people. And I think when the NFL like got popular, it was because it was like the sportsman conduct and all sorts of things. Like that's the true American, and you're supposed to behave a certain way, and it's supposed to be a class act, a stand-up citizen. But if you're being a bunch of assholes, well, I think I think I think that I think that the Taylor Swift effect on the NFL was more that like. People were tuning in, obviously more of a female Swifty population, but then a lot of dads were watching football with their daughters all of a sudden, you know what I mean? And there was a whole nother relationship that was being formed there that sure. like might, what might not have been as prominent before I'm sure it was, but not as prominent as it is now, you know, it's a lot easier for the little girls who weren't into football to tune in or whoever to tune in and it say, broadens the interest yeah, of whatever gender, yeah. of whatever gender, sure. but like, but let's just hope she uh, stays with him a little longer and then mm. at least through the election so she could, uh, you know, tell people to vote. And then, uh, right. and then you know, 
Perfect. Then everybody will go out and vote. Well, we hope that you guys all continue to stay with us uh, because we'll be back with all new episodes of It's Complicated where we talk more dating and relationshipy stuff and I guess sports. Now we talk sports. So while you're, while you're <laughs> This there, was a lot of sports. I felt goodness. at the one point in my head, I was like – one head point in my head, I saw Jen like yawn and get bored and start playing with her dog. And then I was like, I've been, <laughs> I'm actually talking about sports on this fucking thing right yeah, now. Yeah, thanks for that. We appeal to all demographics on this show. Yeah, we're like Taylor Swift. Because of Taylor show. Swift. Exactly. Because of Swift. No, because of Olivia Cupo. Okay. And well, pushing the cap. Pick your poison. But while you're, while you're listening to us go on and on about sports, please subscribe, rate, share the show with a friend, leave us a comment about who you think is the winner in all of this. And if you want to join the class of master daters and win at that, don't forget to follow us on social media at Complicated Show, where you can also find me at Jennifer Gold. You can find me at Forever's Evers on Instagram. And you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social meets too. Have fun watching the Super Bowl. I hope nobody wins. Thank you for listening to It's Complicated. And now that we're going steady, come back next week for another date with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. <laughs>